0: Hello there, healthcare humans. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode of The Other Human in the Room. So today is an exciting day. Um, today is the day that I am releasing um, a new course called Homecoming. You, If you've been listening to the podcast or following me on social media, I've been promoting it a little bit. And today's the day where I'm opening the doors for you to come in and uh, join the course. Um this course means a lot to me. This was the first course I ever wrote and produced. I did it in partnership with this fabulous organization called Understory, who um, creates all sorts of online courses for female physicians specifically. Um, I've had the chance now to become friends with um, Kelly and Meg, the two founders of Understory, and they're just like wonderful human beings. Um, and so, yeah, a long time ago when I was just sort of thinking about getting into coaching and education and podcasting, I had taken a course from Understory that really helped me find a new way to connect with myself. And I reached out to Kelly and asked um, if she'd be interested in me offering a course about, uh, specifically around embodiment, um, this concept of embodiment. If, uh, you've been listening to my podcast for a little bit. Um, there's an interview I did with Hillary McBride who her book, The Wisdom of Your Body was really transformative for me for understanding what embodiment even means as a concept. And um, basically, it's about all the notions of how to reconnect with yourself and experience yourself as a human being in a human body. Um, and That sounds simple, but it's quite complex because of all of the dehumanizing stories and disembodying stories that we've been taught to believe and to experience about ourselves, that we've been taught that it's not safe to feel everything that our body has to offer, like emotions, like pain, like... I don't know, sexual arousal, like there's all these things that we have so many messages out in the real world, you know, um, that our bodies are dangerous. And so then it feels safer to remain dissociated and disembodied, right. Um, And so coming across that work was transformative for me, and I wanted to find a way to offer it to others, especially to people in, in healthcare, because I noticed how disembodied we all are and how dissociated we all are, we don't even notice when we have to pee. We just hold it all day. We don't mind when we're starving all day, right? Like we are very uh, conditioned to be disembodied. Um, and so I reached out to Kelly and Meg and said, hey, would, how about doing a course and it was kind of funny because i've never done a course before um but the process of doing it and working with them um, allowed me honestly to gain my voice to then launch this podcast i did the po- it's a podcast and video based course and those were my actual very first podcasts i ever recorded for anyone and it was this beautiful introduction to this world that i now am in love with in this space where i'm connecting with people all around the world, um, through this medium of a podcasting. And so the idea of now releasing the course to everybody, you know, in a self-paced way, um, I'm just so excited to do so. Um, and, uh, yeah, so what I thought I would offer to all of you, um, in a token of gratitude for however many episodes you have been listening, um, a while back at this point, like a Maybe a month ago, I realized I was over that. This podcast has um, been listened to over ten thousand times, like you know, more than ten thousand downloads, and that's just wild to me that that many people have, you know, um, committed that many hours of their lives to listening to me. So thank you, and my thank you to you, um, in relationship to the launch of Homecoming is, I um, want to give you the first podcast lesson for free, um. So uh, I actually just listened to it. (laughs) You probably can't tell, but I'm actually parked in my van. I just listened to it on the way to work. And it was like kind of touching for me because I'm listening to my past self talk about my even further past self and everything that me and this body I live in went through, especially during the pandemic and being on mat leave in the pandemic and just the intensity in which I was going and going and going and didn't know how to rest because that's really what this course focuses on. It focuses on embodiment as a concept. So if that's something you've been wanting to explore, maybe after listening to my interview with Hillary or some of the other um, podcasts, or if that's something you're exploring for yourself, this is a you know embodiment focused course. It, it gives you practical, like you can watch on a video and practice techniques with me, but specifically it is focused around rest. And that's the thing that this this first podcast from the course just talks about in more detail. And I realize as I listen, I'm like, oh, this really sets up what you can expect if you then take the rest of the course. So if you listen to this and you're like, this is not my vibe, this is not what I want to do for the, you know, next however many weeks it takes me to finish a course, that's like really important to know. And so then I will be glad that you don't enroll in it. But if you listen to this, um preview of this first um, lesson, and you're like, Oh, wow, I would love to spend some time in this space, I would love to hear more about how embodiment can help me rest more, then I invite you to enroll. Um, it is, um, the course is going to be like open, I'll say forever, not literally forever. I don't know if the internet's going to last forever, but like for the foreseeable future, I'm going to leave it, you know, whatever, leave it open, have anyone purchase it at any time. But, um, it is designed to be done over the summer it was designed um to be done over like i designed it with and we did it the first round july and august of 2022 is that right yes and so um that's what uh you'll hear in the course and even in this first episode i talk about these next 8 weeks i talk about female physicians and that's because that's what the course was designed for but certainly Um, if you don't mind, you know, adding yourself in and saying, um, you know, clinician or not female, like this course is certainly um, something that people of any gender and any role in healthcare could benefit from, in my opinion. So um, if you want to do it sort of in the pace in which it was originally designed, um, it's designed to be over the eight weeks of July and August in the summer. And as a bit of uh, maybe incentive or extra, what are you, what am I supposed to call it with this promotional stuff? A bonus. Um, a bonus that you'll get if you enroll in the next couple of weeks. Like if you listen to this the day it drops in June. Um, on Wednesday, July 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to be um, hosting a live Zoom call in which we can practice resting together. This is something that was included in the original course where actually every week I would host a rest practice where I'd like come on to Zoom, talk a little bit about what my body was telling me this week and invite other people to share the same. And then I would put on some relaxing music and invite everyone to just like rest together for 10 minutes. And then at the end, we'd come back and discuss what came up for us. Um, I am not committing to do that all summer this summer because actually this summer I am making sure I take, you know, a bunch more time off. But, um, certainly the Wednesday, July 5th at 8pm Eastern that I am going to host one and I'll have the replay as well. So even if you can't make it live, if you, if you are in the course or enroll in the course, um, You'll have access to that if you kind of want to see what that was like. But if you have been curious what it's like, you know, either to work with me directly or if that sounds like a really nice way to spend an early a summer, a summer evening early in your summer is like with other in community with other healthcare humans figuring out how to rest together. Um, make sure that you enroll in the course before Wednesday, July 5th, because it will only be avail- available like the invite will only be available for people who are in the course already. Um yeah, so with that as a preamble, um I hope you enjoy listening to this first installment of the course I've created called Homecoming about rest and embodiment, and I really hope to see you inside the course as well and you can connect with me there. There's an online community component where you can be posting your reflections and I'll be reading and responding. So, um I hope to see you in there. And um whether you're in there or not, I also just have a deep desire and wish for you, which is that you find so many moments of nourishing, delicious rest over this summer, because we've all been hustling and you deserve it. All right. Hope you enjoy. Hello, I'm Joan. I'm a recovering workaholic, people pleaser, perfectionist. I'm a mother of two A wife of one. I also happen to practice family medicine in Guelph, Ontario. And I am the creator of this course called Homecoming. I made this course for you and for me. At this point in my life, in my career, in this never ending pandemic, I have come to deeply understand the sacred importance of authentic rest. I am so grateful to spend this summer practicing rest with all of you. I wanted to start and uh, spend this first podcast introducing myself and telling you a story of how I came to realize the critical importance of being in a healthy relationship with myself as a human body. And through that practice, uncovering the the need for authentic rest in order to develop a sustainable way to remain a human in this world. So um, I will say that I have always been an overachiever. I mean, here I am, a woman in medicine that probably describes everyone listening right now in one way or the other. Um, Every time I hear a Brene Brown quote about hustling for your worthiness. I cringe a little bit because it hits too close to home for me. Thank you very much. And so I already was all those things. I don't think I ever really thought about what a rest practice would look like. I think there are points in my life where I would have really cringed and rolled my eyes at the idea of someone having to practice rest while simultaneously in my life, leaving no space for rest. Um, I would have a lot of times in my life pre-kids To relax and I would watch TV or listen to podcasts. I actually though had a really hard time just sitting with myself by myself. When I tried to do that, I would get incredibly anxious and antsy and immediately need to go do something else or turn on something. I didn't like being alone with myself. And then I had kids and there was even less time to think about being alone with myself. And I was more tired and I kept grinding on. And then, March 2020, I was halfway through my second pregnancy when a wee little pandemic came upon us all in this planet we call Earth. And um I can remember like a physical change in my body. The intensity of my anxiety and focus and just like adrenaline that was pulsing through me at most points of the day was a level that I didn't ever know before, honestly. I would be constantly checking the news, checking the next thing, looking at all the different group chats and Facebook boards for like, what was next? What was the newest information? What did I need to know to keep me and my patients and my family safe? Right. And it continued that way, continued that way through giving birth in a mask, no less. It continued that way as I remained very hyper-focused and vigilant on keeping my family safe by really not allowing too much access to my newborn and um pulling my day my toddler out of daycare. So, you know, spending a, a good chunk of my MAT leave running after um, a small child while having an infant child to take care of. And at the same time, witnessing everything that was happening in the world with um, you know, our collective societal reckonings with racism and wanting to dive into that work. And so suddenly being on a whole bunch of zoom meetings while i'm breastfeeding my baby on my mat leave that i'm technically supposed to be off of work from right so i'm doing all the things and then 6 months uh into my mat leave i go back to work in the middle of year 2 of the pandemic leaving my baby in a daycare where the the workers try to be masked but don't always be masked and yeah so the the tensions ratcheting up even higher I'm joining more committees. I'm, um, you know, spearheading a vaccine clinic. And it feels like it's out of a clarity of purpose. I actually feel in some ways good, but I am go, go, going. The thought of stopping doesn't cross my mind because there's such a need and a drive and desire to do something in the face of all of this helpless helplessness you know seeing the numbers climb and seeing all of the rhetoric and seeing the nightmare of the vaccine conversation playing out with all of my patients and needing to feel like I have control over something by doing everything not shockingly this strategy though I mean some certainly productive got lots done did lots of things but it was not sustainable and by the summer of last year, I was hitting a lot of walls. I was being, feeling so resentful of pretty much everyone and especially my patients and feeling very angry most of the time. And I've always been, you know, a seeker. I've always, I've been in lots of different kinds of therapy, read lots of self-help books. I've I've been interested in the question of how someone fosters and sustains their humanity while working in healthcare for a long time. And it was over this time period that I really started to uh, understand and practice notions um, from the field that uh, some call embodiment, others called somatic experiencing, but just the idea that um, there are practices out there and therapy techniques out there that help you remember that you are a human being with a human body. It sounds very simple. Um, and I will say for the majority of my life, that wasn't, um, an experience I had of life. Something I've heard an embodiment teacher talk about is people being neck up or totally in their heads. Like, I feel like I would walk around as if I was purely a human brain with a billion thoughts buzzing around. And there was this like little body that was like, dancing along below, like trying to support this giant brain full of thoughts. That's how I would like say, I experienced myself as a person before this time. And especially when I was feeling really burnt out. Um, and the thing that I've learned is that, well, uh, that's just literally not true in terms of how it works. In fact, really our bodies developed our brains as support mechanisms to help keep our bodies alive. And I can talk more about that in future podcasts, but more than that, the practices I was doing, which involved things like rest practices and and being still with myself and also movement practices, all these different things. And I'm looking forward to introducing a lot of these concepts to you over the next weeks. What they gave me was a sense of being solid, a sense of being physically present with myself. And the reason I called this course homecoming is it really felt like I was coming home to myself where I've always actually been like, literally I am, you know, a bundle of cells, some of them neurons, some of them muscle cells, like that's all that's talking to you now into a microphone, but I didn't remember that. And so the process of practicing these techniques, these embodiment, uh, grounding techniques, has been incredibly transformative for my life. It's allowed me to access myself in a way I never have before. It has changed my relationship to myself. And in doing so changed my relationship to the world and other people and how I show up in spaces in ways that I I hadn't found effective when I was more trying to like think of new strategies and new scripts and new um, things to say to myself and others. It's like a whole different way of being where you get to be a human being instead of a human doing, a human performing, a human thought machine, which is kind of how I felt before. So what does all of this have to do with rest? You might be wondering. Um, It's actually a critical component if you want to foster like authentic, rejuvenating rest in your life. Because rest isn't a new skill you need to learn rest is an inherent natural state that your body has always had access to since the day you were born i know it doesn't seem like it cuz the newborns they sleep a lot yep we see it in those times and then they're screaming the other times but notice how well they sleep and no one has to teach it right like and beyond sleep the the practice of resting and being still with yourself no one has to teach that to an infant they have that in spades they're lying there eyes open, barely able to move any of their limbs or their body. And they're just taking in the world and they're not anxious about it. They're not feeling shame about it. Those are things that we are taught over time. And that's actually what this course will invite you to do. It's not to learn how to rest. It's how to unlearn all of the habits and stories and beliefs that life has given you that has clouded your ability to do something as natural as breathing, which is resting. You may recall, you know, the autonomic nervous system. So there's the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight. And then there's the parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about a physiological state in your body. So if we get stuck in states that are not rest and digest, where we're constantly feeling like we need to be on alert and on edge Rest is less available to us. It's physiologically not the state that we're in in that moment. And so there are techniques and there are ways of thinking of ourselves and there are practices we can develop that will allow us to access that rest state more readily. So the methods of this course will involve both top down, you could say reflection. So things that start with our thoughts and start with our brains, because If you are like me, it is very hard to just start by like doing yoga or moving your body around. Like you may have tried a bunch of those and lots of deep breathing exercises, but your brain still, you know, hating on you and giving you a hot mess and yelling at you all the time. Right? So in my opinion, and in my experience, I've needed to incorporate both methods that change how I think about myself confront the thoughts and beliefs that have gotten in my way of being able to um, access myself as a human body and rest. So I call them sort of top-down reflections, things to think about and to bring thoughts to the surface. But there will also be methods in this course that are, you could say, bottom-up, where they are more physical movement and stillness exercises, where The goal isn't to ask yourself a question and answer it, but the goal is to actually put your body in a certain kind of state, a certain kind of space and see how that feels differently. In my experience, I have found the combination of those two, you know, mind body type practices, you could say, I found them to really need to be in combination in order to really heal my ability to access myself as a human body and therefore access myself in an authentic state of rest. Practicing rest facilitates reconnection with yourself as a human being in a human body. And I'll just say to you that reconnecting with myself as a human body and understanding how my human body and brain really work has been the single most transformational thing I have done in my life. I told you I've been to therapies, I've done the self-help books, all of it helped a little bit, getting different models of my brain and what to think about, all of that was useful but these practices have fostered me to come into a more loving relationship with myself as a human body. And they've allowed me more space then to have love and care for others as well. My desire in you going through this course with me is that you experience the same transformation. So back to the concept of rest and what we're really doing here. As a reminder, of what rest is beyond a physiological state. When we're practicing rest, we're practicing time you're spending with yourself. No distractions, no interruptions. It will reveal what your relationship with yourself is like now. And it acts as a wide open invitation to heal that relationship if you choose to take it. So each week I'm going to be inviting you to spend time practicing rest. You can do this once a week or multiple times a week as your schedule allows. A great place to start is literally five minutes, maybe 10 minutes. You set a timer, you turn off all notifications. Ideally it's a timer that's not your phone and then you can just really have your phone out of the room. You close all the doors and you be still. You can sit or lie, whatever position feels best for you. That doesn't matter to me try experiment with different ones. That's fine. And really just be still. That's what rest is, right? Sometimes this is going to feel lovely. You've had a really busy day. You've done a million tasks and ha you've given yourself this gift or five or 10 minutes to just sit with yourself. A lot of the times this is going to feel not lovely. This is going to feel horrible. Your mind's gonna be racing, your body's gonna be twitching and wanting to move. You're gonna have these urges to do anything but this. Reach for the phone, reach for the car door if you're sitting in your car doing this. You're you're gonna try and get out of it. That's okay. That's what's supposed to happen, right? You could be hit with a tidal wave of feelings that you've been staving off for a long time, and now they're all gonna come crashing down. You're gonna start crying, you're gonna start doing all these uncomfortable physical, bodily things. I'm not saying that resting is gonna look really like, pretty and serene. And I'm gonna be here with you over the course of the summer, giving you techniques and practices that are going to help shift what happens when you rest and help shift how you react to what happens when you rest. So none of that is a problem. None of this, that means is that you're bad at it or that something's gone wrong. That's what it's going to feel like when you stop to rest, okay? It's probably why you haven't stopped to rest yet, right? So if right now you're listening to this podcast and you're feeling really annoyed and irritated with me and you're really disappointed because you were hoping that this rest practice was gonna be something other than being still with yourself, like, come on, obviously that's very obvious. Why would I have you know, done a whole course? I know how to sit still and turn off my phone. Maybe what you were hoping for was that you would find a way to rest where you could take a break from yourself, right? I get that. And in fact, I bet you already have a bunch of methods that allow you to take a break from yourself already. I know I do. Certain substances that alter your mood in various ways, alcohol or otherwise. Streaming platforms, Netflix, Hulu, et cetera. Social media is a very favorite one of mine work itself is for sure on that list, working more and more and like thinking of things to do with work and worrying about work, the process of worrying itself. Um, and so whatever your thing is or things that are things that you use to escape how you feel, I'm not here to shame you that you have those. I have them too. I actually invite you to continue to do those as often as you like. This isn't some detox program, okay? You can continue to practice um, finding ways to escape and have a break from your brain in your body. And in in, uh, parallel with me, with me to help support you, I'm inviting you to take short five to 10 periods to practice authentic rest, which includes being with yourself. Okay. So they don't have to be in conflict with each other. You can do both. You can have both times in your life. All right. I do want to make a note about trauma. So turning towards yourself and practicing stillness and rest can, it's going to reveal feelings and thoughts, including things that your body may have been trying to tell you for a long time. These could actually include significant traumatic experiences that you have had over time that your body is still got some really deeply wounded messages about that. It's been trying to tell you. Um, And so this could feel really intense if you start this process and there's anywhere along the lines where it feels too intense, you don't get a gold star at the end of this by always doing the five to 10 minutes. You feel free and have my invitation to stop at any time, at any point, okay? This is a your pace type of course. I am I am here to support you and I'm here to encourage you and cheer you on as you do this deep work. And if you're finding it's really intense and you're experiencing very intense sensations and thoughts, a course like this could be done Um, with additional support, including trauma therapy. There are whole fields of trauma therapy that are somatic experiencing trauma therapy, right? So the kinds of techniques I'm going to describe here in a do it yourself way, which can help everybody can be done with an experienced therapist for people who have experienced trauma that is coming up and impacting their life now. So I want to make a note of that and let you know that That doesn't mean you're broken or bad at it. If it's getting really intense, it might mean that you need extra support though. So you can always reach out to me if you're not sure where to turn. And I I would invite you to consider that as well as you go through this process. My final thing I just want to say at the end of this podcast is I designed this course with you and your human brain and body and mind. Part of what we need in, um, learning is to feel safe and secure. And like you have autonomy and choice. So I'm just gonna let you know right now, no part of this course is mandatory. Okay. There's no certificate of completion or report cards at the end or anything. We have these eight weeks together where I am just here with an open invitation for you to consider what it would be like to change your relationship with your body, to change your relationship with yourself to a level where you can readily access and experience authentic rest, rest that will rejuvenate you rest that will allow you to be in, in deep relationship and connection with yourself. And you will see how that will pay dividends in your relationships elsewhere in your life. So that's it for this first podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you come back and listen to next week's session. Okay. So, um, if you're still here listening at the end of that preview, um, I hope you enjoyed that. And if that has piqued your interest and now you're thinking, oh, it would be really lovely to spend some time with myself and with other, with Joan and other healthcare humans, just like really exploring what rest can mean for me and actually figuring out how to do it for myself in a physical way. I would love for you to join me. So if you go to joanchanmd.com slash courses, you will see the link of how to enroll. I look forward to seeing you. And as just one last reminder, if you enroll before Wednesday, July 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern, you will also get access to a free live, well, I guess free as an in included, um, live rest practice with me. And I so enjoyed doing these last summer and I hope you will come and just spend a little time resting and getting to know your body in a new way with me on that date. All right, take care.